it makes it great. You know, it makes the game enjoyable again. Like I said before, you come to the field and you're ready to go. Like you want to win, you want to fight, you want to push against the other team. And having that rivalry, it makes it so much more better, you know. Welcome to episode 237 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It's been another exciting week of baseball in our province for a variety of reasons, so let's get right into the headlines. First off, a massive congratulations to Lethbridge Bulls pitcher Javier De Alejandro on throwing a no-hitter against the Brooks Bombers just as I was editing together last week's episode. In fact, he came within one error of a perfect game, needing just 105 pitches to end the night with no runs on no hits, no walks, and eight strikeouts. If you haven't already, check out our story on the feet by heading to albertadugoutstories.com as the 22-year-old did it on his dad's birthday. A great story. A tip of the cap to Dogs Academy and Oktoks Dogs product, Matt Wilkinson on signing his first contract with the Cleveland Guardians. As we discussed on previous episodes, Tugboat was taken in the 10th round, 308th overall by the Guardians in this summer's MLB draft. Dallin Harrison of the Edmonton Riverhawks has been named the West Coast League's Pitcher of the Week. He threw the team's first complete game shutout, needing just 105 pitches while allowing only three hits and no walks while striking out eight in a 6-0 win over Cowlitz on Sunday. As we record this episode, the Riverhawks are 13-30 and 30 so far this season, including 6-10 and 10 in the second half. And lastly, a kudos to all communities hosting big provincial tournaments over these last few weeks and heading into August. A lot of smiles can be seen with plenty of games to be had. A few upcoming major events are happening in our province as well, including the Junior Little League Canadian Championships in Lethbridge starting Monday, the 13U National Westerns and 18U National Championships in Fort McMurray starting August 17th, and the Men's Senior National National Championships in Red Deer starting August 24th. Best of luck to everyone involved, and we'll definitely be keeping tabs on all of those tournaments on our social media channels and likely doing a few interviews here on the podcast. Now on to our guests for this week, and just like our headlines, it's all about the pitchers. Our Ian Wilson was able to gather quite a few great conversations during the WCBL's All-Star Game festivities in Okotoks, so that's where we'll begin this week. Sylvan Lake's Ty Boudreau has been in the news a lot the last couple of years, starting with the first Gulls no-hitter in franchise history in 2022, following that up with a no-hitter again for Midland Community College this spring. This summer, the Vauxhall Academy grad is 5-0 with a 1.28 ERA and 11 appearances, including five starts. Ty, congratulations on being an All-Star. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And you've just informed me that you're the uh, the starter for the West. What does that uh, mean for you today? Um, honestly, I'm a, I'm a little excited. I haven't started in a while, so it's going to be a little different look coming into this game. Um, but just the excitement. I'm anxious to get out there and get it done with. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can only go like one inning, right? So, yeah, I only yeah. get one inning, so yeah, we'll see. You've got to make it count. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, Running down, uh, this season has been exceptional for you. Last season was great. Mix in a couple no-hitters along the way in your travels. What, like, just what's been working well for you? Honestly, just trying not to overthrow and just try to throw lots of strikes, you know, attack the hitters. And, you know, baseball hitting is hard enough as it is, you know, and don't have to make it any easier for them. Um, so my goal has just been attack and let themselves, let them get themselves out, really, you know. Yeah. Um, trying not to do nothing special, not trying not to throw hard. Just out there grinding. Yeah. You know? How are you feeling about how things have gone this summer with the Gulls so far? Oh, I, I believe that this summer is probably going to be the best summer the Gulls are going to have. Um, you know, we're, we're playing well as a group and, you know, we're coming together as a group, which is also important. Um, but I believe that there's special things ahead for the Silver Lake Gulls. When we look at the, the team, 
Jill and I with uh, with uh, Alberto Dago's stories, we always key on that starting pitching that you guys have, and you've been working a little bit out of the bullpen as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, what does it what does it mean to have like you know one two three punch, maybe even more with with your starting rotation and not be necessarily the one guy to be counted on? Oh, it's it's unbelievable. You know, having guys come behind us that can do the exact same thing, you know, is is unbelievable and it makes it easier for us you know we don't have to work as hard even though we're still putting in lots of hours um but having the backup behind us is just i don't even know how to explain it yeah um, see T- talk a little bit about about josh tucker because oh. he's he's back and forth on the strikeout lead this year he set the record for strikeouts last year with 90 was named the outstanding mm-hmm. pitcher of the league where, like, what do you take from a guy working alongside a guy like that? Do you pick his brain a lot? And... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think as a pitching staff, it, to make the best pitching staff, everyone picks each other's brains. You know, take a little bit from everyone. And I believe that's how you become the top pitching staff in the league, um, which I believe we do have one of the top pitching staffs in the league, maybe if not the top pitching staff. Um, and I believe that having everyone in working together is the best because, you know, he might know something that you don't that can yeah. help you move forward in your career. And I believe that's very important. Totally. Um, we're seeing that uh, rivalry between you and the dogs just kind of, last year we saw it, uh, definitely saw it in the playoffs. It was a good playoff mm-hmm. series you guys you guys had against them. This year it doesn't look like it's it's you know let up at all. Yeah. Maybe no. talk a little bit about that rivalry and what oh, the, the feeling is like. It makes it great, you know, it makes the game enjoyable again. Like I said before, you come to the field and you're ready to go. Like you want to win, you want to fight, you want to push against the other team, and having that rivalry it makes it so much more better, you know. Do you have to turn the animosity down a bit when you come to Seaman Stadium today for the All Star Game and just be like, oh yeah, we're, we're yeah for friendly stuff. Yeah, today. you know, the, today is all about you know making friends and enjoying the game, you know, yeah. enjoying the atmosphere that we're in and yeah. everything. So you kind of put the rivalry aside a little bit. So we'll see some handshakes between gulls and dogs and yes, some high sir. fives today. But tomorrow, tomorrow I'll go right back at it. So. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. And then uh, any goals for yourself down the stretch of this season in terms of. Uh, either individual uh, achievements that you want to have or uh, or team goals as well well uh, individually I'd, I'd just like to keep what's going on you know keep yeah. it going throughout the year keep it consistent you know that's the goal of course but overall goal you know let's win a WCBL championship you know as a team I believe team play is better than individual play so I'm more of a team guy than worrying about what I do let's just hurry hurry up and finish this season with a few wins you know how hungry are the goals for that title oh very hungry we're ready to go and uh it's gonna be a good one I think you know I hope we match up against the dogs I won't say it too loud (laughs) I want the dogs again (laughs) yeah yeah you do okay beat the best right exactly that's what I'm saying um maybe just give us an update on where you are at in your in your college career right now which 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 year you're in which program what's next for you um, so right now I'm at currently going back to Midland College, um, which is a JUCO. Um, I'm going into my sophomore year. Um, so hopefully, had a pretty good year last year, so hopefully we can repeat that year and see where that takes me. But I'm looking forward to going back to Midland, and it's going to be a good year. Awesome. Uh, last question for you. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Game of baseball means everything. You know, I play this sport every single day. Like, yeah. it has to mean something special to me if I'm going to do this and put my all effort in every day, you know. Um, but the game of baseball is my life, and that's just the way it hopefully will stay. And that's what we're praying for. Excellent. Well, thank you so hey, much for your time. No Congrats problem. again thank on you. being an Appreciate all-star, it. and have Appreciate fun today. It. Thank you. 
Next up is Lethbridge Bulls closer Devin Benavides. The Laredo, Texas product was also an all-star going 3-1 with a 3.78 ERA and 6 saves and 14 appearances for the Bulls. The Lady of the Lake University product has also struck out 15 and allowed 18 hits in 16-plus innings of work. He sat down with Ian for this pre-all-star game conversation. Talk to me a little bit just uh, just about being here today. You're uh, you're a West Division All Star. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to be selected for All Star duty this season? Oh man, it's an honor. I mean, you come from school, going into summer ball, hoping just to you know do good and everything, and just to be named an All Star for the Bulls is it's pretty big for me. And honestly, I think uh, the numbers are you're three and zero. You're working out of the bullpen. Three and zero, five saves so far, uh, which is one more. You've already passed your saves total from last year. How, how are you feeling about uh, just getting out there, closing games out, and coming out of the bullpen and all that? Uh, it feels good. I mean, I, I really like uh, closing and stuff. You know, I don't really like getting wins on my stuff just because <laughs> uh, that's not a good good thing to have as a closer. But I have them there, and um, I mean, my season was shortened up last year, so it feels good to be able to have a longer season and be able to break my, my records that I had last year. It seems like last year was kind of like a closer by committee almost, right? There's yeah. guys with three, four, five saves, and uh, this year it seems like you're you're getting you're the man. You're getting the the, the call out of the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel to be counted on in that in those um, type situations? I mean, it feels good. I feel like that's where I perform my best when I have all the pressure on me, and I don't really see it as pressure. I feel like it's just another inning, but. Um, it feels really good. I like being out there with that. Yeah, and, and second year with the Bulls. Uh, last year, obviously, a bit of a rough season, didn't make playoffs. This year, you guys are in the hunt. You're looking looking like you're in line to make playoffs. Just talk a little bit about that turnaround. Yeah, um, I feel like we're hitting the ball a lot better this year. We're kind of we've been struggling a little bit the past couple games, but I'm sure by the time playoffs comes around, we'll, we'll have the sticks going again, and we're going to be a dangerous team to play. Awesome. You're a, you're a Texas guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, what do you think of Western Canada? What's that been like? Have you got to know the area a little bit since you've been up here? Uh, yeah, I really enjoy the. I enjoy Canada. I mean, the weather's a little different than what I'm used to. I'm used to a little bit more heat and more heat than this. Yeah, it's it gets, it gets a little chilly here for me, to be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll see me. You can ask my teammates. I'm with a sweater on most of the time and yeah, some yeah. warm ups, but. <laughs> Um, other than that, I love the people here. I love the love the weather, the freshness. I love the food here as well, and it's just a, it's a great time here in summer. Yeah, any uh, like I said, you've been in Lethbridge a couple seasons now. Any you got to know any of the uh, restaurants or or favorite haunts to grab a bite or go get a drink? Uh, like favorite favorite spots right now for a restaurant would have to be either Edo Japan or um, Teriyaki Madness. Uh, right. I'd say those are my top two. And to go get a drink would probably have to be either Blanco's there in Lethbridge or Hudson's. Nice, yeah. good choices, good choices. Any goals for yourself down, down the stretch here? Uh, I'm just hoping to do my best when I'm on the mound every time. I feel like my goal is the same, just to get the three outs. Uh, I mean, I'm, I feel like every pitcher is like that. Just throw strikes and get outs, and um, that's my mentality going into it. Give us a rundown of uh, your college career and where you are within it. Uh, what, what year are you in, and uh, where, where to next for you? Right, I'm going into my uh, fourth year at Our Lady of the Lake University. It's a NAIA in San Antonio, Texas. Um, we play in the Red River Athletic Conference and it is my fourth year but technically it's my third on the field so i'll be a junior is that covid, COVID yeah, related? yeah 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 okay so yeah i was a 2020 on. grad so <laughs> there you go yeah so i have two more years technically on the field and i'm hoping to finish out my my career there pitching and i'm trying to transition from a closer to a starter there i was at the pen the past three years so just hoping to start this this next year get a couple more innings under my belt and 
that's all awesome awesome um some some quick fun ones any uh what's your favorite ballpark food ballpark food oh man i really love the burgers from brooks brooks's field i'm not gonna lie oh yeah yeah okay, nice nice uh, uh favorite mlb team favorite astros has to be the astros oh, yeah oh, i'm a mariners <laughs> fan so oh. all right we'll, we'll edit that out later <laughs> uh favorite yeah. uh favorite mlb player uh oh oh this is a tough one i'd have to say i have like three Right now, my favorite pitcher has got to be Luis Castillo from the Mariners. So yeah, there you there's go. one. I'm really, I'm really a big fan of Hunter Brown right now, the rookie pitcher yeah. on the Astros, and uh, I really, I like Kyle Tucker a lot too. Yeah. So those got to be my top three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah solid choices. Um, and then uh, favorite stadium that you've either been to or pitched in? Um, here in Canada or well, just anywhere? anywhere yeah. Um, yeah, you can pick. You can start with WCBL and then. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> here in the Wigwall, I like throwing at. Ooh, I like it's throwing not at Sylvan Brooks, Lake. Is it? No, <laughs> I like playing at Sylvan Lake. Yeah. Uh, I like their mount. The I like the radar gun there yeah. on the on the in the stadium. And um, favorite all time uh, would have to be Hodgetown Stadium. It's there in Amarillo, Texas. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. a double A field, okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, have you adopted any Canadian habits since you've been here? Uh, Are you uh, ordering double doubles or eating ketchup chips or anything? Like no, that? <laughs> I don't think I've got any Canadian habits. Maybe maybe took some of their lingo, yeah. but nothing too crazy. Yeah, saying a a little bit more. No, not the a. Uh, I like the word electric here. Um, okay. <laughs> the word fair. Right? Yeah. Uh, those two for sure. But other than that, no, not, not too many habits here. Awesome. Last question for you: What does the game of baseball mean to you? Oh man, it's everything. I, Oh, hoping to hoping to play as long as I can until till I can't throw anymore. Because about it, I don't really know what I'd be doing right now. We head down the number three highway to Medicine Hat, where Mavericks pitcher Dylan Esquivel has been a workhorse. He's 5-2 and two with a 3.99 ERA in 11 games. The Rancho Cucamonga, California and Cal Poly Pomona product was also the subject of a Mavericks Instagram takeover this week. And that personality shined through during this conversation with Ian. Dylan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here, you know. Fun atmosphere so far. Yeah, well, we were just talking uh, before we started the interview. You're probably not going to be pitching today. You pitched yesterday yes, yes. against Weyburn. Mm -hmm. Came out with the W, and I, uh, I think you're up to four, four and two, four and two, two on the yeah. season. And uh, you're also the strikeout leader right now. It's kind of going mm -hmm. back and yeah, forth. Going back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> with you and Josh I've been checking Tucker. it a little bit. I've been checking it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I usually don't like to check stats, but like after like the strikeout leader, I was like, you know, I, I like to keep tabs on it and. Yeah. I think it's up to 52 right now, so it's a little healthy. Too. Yeah, not that you're paying attention. No, 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 yeah. I'm not keeping track. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, just a little context. I don't know if you know this, but Josh Tucker set the strikeout record for the league last year, and he was uh, Outstanding Pitcher of the Year in WCBL. So, okay. so you got your hands. I got there. a little my hands you got full. Here. I got a little bit of competition here. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean. <laughs> maybe just run down a little bit of the season so far. Uh, is this uh, first season in WCBL for you? Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, just finished my freshman year at Cal Poly Pomona, and this was first time in Canada, first season here in the WCBL. I've been loving it. You know, it's a great, just the fans, just the stadiums, just just all overall like the whole atmosphere from it. It's just really been awesome, and to pitch in front of like Med Hat, like just home yeah. crowd. It's been awesome, and just seeing everything about like uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan. It's just been really fun, and. Just so happens to come out having a little good year and yeah. strikeout leader. So I mean, it comes with the perks, you know. <laughs> there you go. How did how did it all come together for you in terms of ending up in Medicine Hat? How did you get recruited? So when we were playing fall for Cal Poly Pomona, our head coach 
was coaching uh, his team there. And then he, he just texted our coach saying like, hey, if you guys have any guys, I'm coaching a summer ball team up here in uh, Canada, if you guys want to bring some guys. And they selected a couple of our guys up here. Nice. How do you find the, the competition level, the circuit? Like, how do you find the league so far? It's definitely, because I was a reliever. For, okay. but, like, this is my first kind of like starting role. Yeah. And just having to adjust to like being a starter and like, you know, you can get hit around in the first inning and you have to get back out there in the next and be like, you have to hold it out and eat those innings for the team. And it's just, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a different, but it's been fun to do it. And just like that, like whole change of atmosphere. It's, I've, I've loved it. So when you come over from a bullpen role like that, is it, is that some, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, you get, yeah. maybe you get locked into that role or do you think, Man, I wish I could actually go a few more innings. I got I got oh, lots yeah. in the tank. My whole life I've always been like, I want to be a starter. I want to be a starter. And like, <laughs> yeah. finally get this opportunity. I just I kind of just don't want to let it go. You know, it's just yeah. I want to keep that out there and like I'm gonna go as long as I can for just for my team. So yeah. And where are you at in your college journey? Are you senior? Are you got a couple years left? Where are you? At? I am a freshman, so oh, okay. I'm yeah, entering my that. sophomore <laughs> year when we go back to the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is that back at uh... Cal Poly, California. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're a Cali guy. First time in Western Canada, mm -hmm. away from the ballpark. I know you have a lot of games and a lot of days, so not a lot of time to explore. But yeah, is there yeah. anything you have uh, explored and checked out and seen? We well, we get a few fair shares of like off days, and like sometimes when I'm not pitching, you know, I just like to, like you know after the game I'll go out or like before the game I'll go out and just explore because I know like I can show up a little later. But you know, just everything just. It's, there's not, you know, Med Hat's Med Hat, you know, you've yeah. grown up there, so yeah. it's just, it's it's fun to see new things and, like, explore, like, the parks around it, just see that, like, the wildlife and all that for me, too. Yeah, absolutely, Echo Dale and uh, uh, Police Point Park is quite scenic, right <laughs> yeah. across the way there, all that stuff. Uh, any any favorite haunts for you in terms of a uh, place to go eat or, or grab a beverage? or? Uh... I've liked Pharaoh's Pizza in oh, Med Hat. Oh, nice, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Is that still up on Crescent Heights? Yeah. Okay, we're getting really inside baseball oh. here now so and do they still put the little bun in the middle of the pizza? yes they do yes, that's my them. favorite part i eat all of them yeah like i take them from my roommates i'm just like i have to take them yeah we would have family fights over that little bun all the time <laughs> <laughs> all right back back to baseball a little bit uh again you're, you're what does it mean to you to be named an all-star and, and to be representing east division in, in this uh in this game again not necessarily gonna get some action today, but no, just yeah. just being here and soaking it all in. No, yeah, but like before coming up here, like you, you they would post on the WCBL like the the All Star, and like I was, it's been one, it's been one of the things I've been wanting to cross off on like the checklist, and yeah. you know now that I'm finally being able to do it, it's like it's awesome to be here and just I've loved it so. Yeah, awesome. It's awesome. Anything, anything that you really kind of want to get out of today, or is it like you're just gonna sit back? Just and have the experience, fun? Yeah, yeah. Sit down, you know, get some face paint, cheer on the guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you got to know any of the uh, any of your rivals so oh, far? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Think coming in, like I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be a little awkward because you know sometimes I get a little like a little feisty on the mound, you know. Just I like to bark, like not bark, but you know, like talk to these guys. And like coming in, they've been all so great, and it's awesome to see. So like now they get to put the face put a face to the guy that's been chirping them all yeah. all game. So. I mean, I've I've got to I've liked some of the guys in here so far, so yeah. it's a good experience to know all of them. I just did an interview with Dawson Tweet. Did you get a chance to meet oh, him? Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And is he? Uh, how have you fared against him? Because he is uh, just lighting up baseball. No, he's been going into the start against Mushta. I had, I was. They were just like Dawson Tweet. You know, like gotta watch out for that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, he got a single, but then he K'd, and then you know, I think I think he's. 
250, 500 against me. I don't know, yeah, but not, not that you're he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely a hard out. Definitely. Yeah. So good to have him on our team. You know, good to have him on our side. And you know, like Regina too. They they hit me pretty good a couple uh, a st couple starts ago, and it's good to have these guys on my team. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Any goals going down the stretch for this season? Anything you wanna wanna chase or run down, any, personally or with the team? Just hoping, oh, just hoping the team, just trying to help my team get to the playoffs, you know, and hopefully we make a deep run, you know. I just want to see, I want to see a little banner, you know, at yeah. the end of this. Awesome. Uh, last question for you. We try to ask it of most of our guests is, uh, what does a game of baseball mean to you? Oh, it's everything. I mean, I wouldn't be here where I am if it wasn't for baseball, like just school-wise, like personality-wise, just, just everything has built this up to this moment to where I am and who I am at this moment. So, love it. Awesome. Well, congratulations again on being an All-Star, and thanks Thank for the you. time today. Thank you so much. Great to meet you. And finally, Logan Knight has been great in his second season with the Fort McMurray Giants. The London, Ontario product is 2-1 with a 1.37 ERA in 11 games, including four starts. His last was his best so far, where he allowed just two hits and struck out eight in seven innings during a 10-0 romp over Weyburn. And while he didn't get a chance to play in the All-Star game, he told me he was very happy to represent the Giants. Logan, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Oh, thank you for calling me. I really appreciate it. Coming off a pitcher of the week performance with the Giants, went seven strong, allowing just two hits, striking out eight and seven innings, and a 10 nothing win over Weyburn. How did that one feel? That felt great. Uh, I kind of, you know, that was the day I committed to my uh, next school, and I was really excited and, you know, pumped for the day. And uh, everything went really good in my warm up, had a really successful bullpen, and went in there with a really positive attitude that I just want to go attack the hitters and see what happens, honestly. And I had uh, my good friend Jordan Bonkman to play, and we uh, were ready for a good day. Mm, you've had consistency better and uh, consistently better starts this last little while here as well. You went six for a couple, and now you go seven. What What's been going well for you lately as you've been able to rack up the starts? I feel like it's, you know, kind of my approach is, you know, filling up the zone is really just getting that first pitch strike. And, you know, especially, you know, you've heard the statistic, if you don't throw the first, if you get the guy on first base, there's a 60% chance it'll score. So, you know, kind of my goal is to really attack the zone and challenge the hitters because I feel like that's the hardest thing to do is hit a ball. So if I can make that job even harder, you know, I I feel like it's going to be difficult for the, the team that day. As we record this uh, conversation, you've been lights out with the Giants. You're 2-1, and one, a 1.37 ERA in 11 games, including those four starts, 34 Ks in 32-plus. How would you grade your performance, though, so far? Uh, it's been a really successful season for me. I would think I would give myself, you know, kind of a pat on the back at the end of the year. You know, we have a couple games to finish up here. So I'm really, you know, looking forward to doing those games, you know. As much as they say, the job's not done. And, you know, we haven't made playoffs yet and haven't clinched. So my goal is to help our team get there. And, you know, at the end of the year, I think I would evaluate it better. Mm -hmm. It's your second season with the Giants. What was it about this squad that made you want to come back? Uh, the ownership is, is really great. They treat their players super well. I've had great experiences with the coaches and uh, the GM as well. They've they've helped me grow and they've really put their trust into me as a up-and-coming player. And, you know, the development has been there for sure. Mm -hmm. You were also an all-star named this year, although you didn't get to play in the game. Talk a little bit about that experience and what it meant to you to be recognized as an all-star. Yeah, so last year it was my goal to, you know, become an all-star and I didn't get to do that last year. So this year I really put the hard work and dedication into you know making the team this year and i finally got the chance to do that and it was a super cool experience at oak toast there was like six thousand something fans and you know really getting to hang with all those 
talented players has been a, a good opportunity for me and to learn from has been amazing. You and I were talking off air about this, but it was fascinating being a, a fly on the wall right beside the dugouts and listening to the side conversations that were happening. It wasn't just like cheer, you're obviously cheering your team on and that kind of thing, but you're also having those those conversations about what you're going to do with different pitches, different grips. Talk about some of those sidebar conversations and some of those guys that you know you were having conversations with that you aren't normally you're normally enemies with these guys for goodness sakes. Yeah, no, the Sylvan guys you know, have been really helpful. I had a good conversation with Josh Strucker, actually. I think he led the league in strikeouts last year, and he did get to win a few awards for the league. And I kind of picked his brain on the, a changeup that I've been working on. And he kind of gave me his insights into that, and kind of how he tags hitters and how he throws it. And it was super helpful. And I feel like learning from all those guys, you know, they've had success at this level, and they've had success at a higher level. So in order to do that, you know, that's something that I hope to inspire. And, you know, inspires me to kind of go work at the next level and, maybe compete with them at some day. Mm. Obviously, all eyes are on the prize right now. Just a couple of weeks left in the season, and then it's playoff time. As you buckle down and get ready for the stretch drive here, what's the message in the room from your coaches, from your leadership group, as you hold down that, as of right now, fourth and final playoff spot in the West? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, team is rallying together, having a good time, and the coaches, you know, they're trying to keep the team calm, win these next few games. The Brooks games are super huge for us. You know, that's what's going to solidify us in the fourth place and get us a playoff boat. So we're kind of, you know, really focused on that and kind of, you know, trying to keep as calm as possible and not get too excited and uh, just take it day by day. I said it to a few people around the league, but there seems to be a lot of parity right now. I even mentioned it to you earlier is, it seems like anyone can actually win on any given night. Is that how you guys feel about it in the room, especially as you've won, I think it's seven of your last ten as we record this? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a, a, a challenge for sure. And, you know, usually the best team that comes the most prepared is usually one that wins. And uh, It is a toss-up on any day, but uh, it's kind of, you know, how do we come out and, you know, like to come up with a bang and, you know, put up a few runs in the first inning really solidifies us with a, a good chance to win that day. So I think... As a team, we we really want to challenge other team and come out super hot. You mentioned the team aspect. Talk a little bit about this squad particularly. I was mentioning uh, we had Australian Max Stagg on the podcast a few weeks back as an example, but there's a quite the eclectic mix on the Giants roster this year. What's it like being in that room? Oh, it's super cool. You know, you get to learn from a lot of guys, and they've had super cool experiences coming to Canada and coming from the U.S. and coming from backgrounds that, you know, you couldn't see yourself in. And, you know, that really puts a motivation and to see how these guys succeed in baseball, even when the odds are stacked against them, is super cool to see. And it makes me just want to work even harder to compete with these guys and get better with them. You mentioned the Canadian aspect. You're from Ontario, but you're succeeding here in the Western Canada. What's it mean to you to be uh, one of the Canadians on the roster and, and represent the Maple Leaf in the WCBL? Oh, it's super cool. You know, I kind of want to lead by example as well. Show uh, show the guys from other the U.S. and Australia that us Canadians, you know, we're, we're to be riled with, but we're also super nice and friendly. And, you know, we play a good game of baseball up here and kind of just lead by example for sure. Mm-hmm. Aside from the championship aspirations, anything you were hoping to work on yourself personally to get yourself ready for that next step in your baseball journey? Uh, just, you know, continue being a good teammate and just, um, like, on, like looking at every opportunity with open arms and kind of just working on my individual pitches each day, coming each day with a goal in mind and throwing each ball within some intent and really 
you know, driving myself day by day with small goals, and eventually that'll help me get my conquer my biggest goals. You mentioned that you've committed to your next school. You're originally at Ventura. What's next for you, and what prompted you to head that direction? Yeah, I've been blessed to receive an offer from uh, North Dakota State University. Um, you know, they've it's been hard uh, hard work coming from JUCO and really trying to recruit myself out of California. And my coach has been a big uh, help in that. Joe Ellison from the like uh, on the summer ball team. He's you know we've had multiple talks about stuff and he's put his name on the line for me and talked to a lot of coaches for me and I really appreciate that. That's kind of helped me get to the next level. What did that mean to you? Because I've noticed you on on social media, you've been showing off your videos, you've been trying to, as you mentioned, kind of get yourself recruited to a certain extent. It's been a bit of an uphill battle. What did it mean to you to finally uh, hear that, that offer come your way? Oh, super relieving. I, I called my parents right after the phone call and we were all were super happy. And, you know, that's that's been a dream for me is to just play at the highest level after junior college and to get the opportunity to do that has been amazing. And, you know, this was it was a good day all around for sure. As you have your eyes towards that, what do you want to do in the interim here, whether it's the next few weeks here in the WCBL or maybe in the fall and heading into next spring? What do you got to do to make sure that you're not just a face on that roster, but you're also a contributing member of that that roster and of that pitching staff? Yeah, so just every day by day, making sure that you know I'm, I'm being a great teammate, just really cheering on my guys and picking them up when I can, and when I get the opportunity, you know, help out the team, just succeed in those scenarios and go out there and you know honestly play with some fun too, because it is it is a fun game, and at the end of the day, this is the game I grew up on, and you know love to play. So I want to go out there and have fun with my teammates at the end of the day as well. Very cool stuff. Well, a few rapid fire questions to wrap things up here for you. First off, your favorite ballpark food. I think my favorite ballpark too has to be a classic hot dog. Classic hot dog. Now, what are the toppings on that classic hot dog? I think I would go ketchup, mustard, and some banana peppers. Banana peppers. So you're a fan of the hot stuff, eh? I am. Oh, man. I don't know. My gut can't handle that kind of stuff anymore. I'm getting too old for that. Uh, Moving on, favorite ball player growing up? Favorite ball player was definitely, you know, obviously in this era, Tyler Glass now growing up, Roy Halladay. I'm a huge Jays fan, so that was really cool watching him. Bottom of the ninth, up by one, three-two count. What pitch are you using to get the guy out? I think it has to be my curveball. And why your curveball? I think that's a, you know my most successful pitch, and that's carried me some ways. And I've thrown since I've twelve, and I don't think I've changed my grip ever. I think I've thrown it the same way ever since I've uh, learned how to throw it, and that's been you know my success with that pitch. So, got to go down to my best pitch. Very cool. If it wasn't baseball, what would you be doing? I would probably be playing hockey. I played hockey most of my life growing up up until my final senior year in high school and uh, probably just playing some hockey back at home. Oh, us Canadian kids, we just can't step away from the ice at all, can we? Favorite baseball memory? Favorite baseball memory, I would have to say, would be, with the all, I think one, number one, I think there's two memories for me. I think it would be the All-Star game for sure. This was, it was a fantastic memory for me. I had a really good time and that was kind of what I worked towards. So to be part of that was a super cool memory. I think the second one would definitely be this, this summer as well, you know, just in the walk-off scenario when Jordan Bach hit a walk-off against Okotoks. The energy was huge. Like moments were super cool and, you know, it was just a, it was just, it was a movie moment. For sure. Here's the final question. It's the one we ask everyone. What does the game of baseball mean to you? I guess, you know, it's just...
playing it for the last two years every day it's mean it's almost like life like it's not a job for me anymore it's something that i go and do every day and have the privilege to play and step on the field and give my 100 percent every day so it means so much to me and uh I, I couldn't tell you how many opportunities and friends it's it's made me and how many how many cool places i've gotten to know and traveled across across the country and hopefully across the world eventually to play baseball would be a super cool opportunity and it means it means so much to me fantastic stuff well logan congratulations on all the success you've had at this point including the all-star nod continued success going forward as you look towards your the next steps of your journey and thanks again so much for joining us here on the podcast thank you i really appreciate it Thanks again to Ty Boudreau, Devin Benavides, Dylan Escoval, and Logan Knight for joining us this week. And thanks to Ian for all of his hard work during the All-Star Game festivities. Head to our website to read his game recap and flip through his photo gallery. That guy is a one-man media machine, I'm telling you. A tip of the cap as well to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been integral in helping us tell the tales of the game in our province. For more, head to albertadugoutstories.com slash supporters. Until next time, thank you for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.